morning, everyone. Welcome back. Coming to you live from the CBS Community Cuddle of Summers in Philadelphia. A beautiful, lovely Friday morning. And once again, we hear those ravens tripping, and the ravens are, are uh, bob, bob, bobbing along on everyone's lawns after a two-week absence. You know, we had a, uh, a, 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 uh, a uh, fake-out. We had a spring fake-out about two weeks ago, and then we had another cold spell. We had some snow. And the rabbins, I don't know, went wherever the rabbins go, you know, they didn't go back to South. I don't think they had enough time to go back to Miami. Who knows? Who knows where the rabbins hang out when they're not bobbing on the lawns? But they're back. Those beautiful rabbins bring Hashem's beautiful springtime into uh, the air over here. <coughs> and we thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for the gift of rebirth, the gift of yet another spring that's coming up, Apurim. Apurim and uh, the months of Geula that are right around the corner. The occasions of Geula, auspicious times for the Yid, and indeed they should bring down auspicious things for, for all, us and all, all of Klai Yisrael. And um, <clears throat> look how just, you know, talking about rabbins can bring so much bracha. Look at that, rabbins. Bracha. In any case, let's go on with Derech Hashem over here. We are in Chelek Bey's Perik Dalid. We're up to Simon Gimel. Bey's Dalid Gimel. And uh, the Ramchal has been setting up his board over here. He's been setting up his arguments to lead to some very big ideas and very, very towering ideas in more ways than one. And he's getting ready to really give us some breakthrough concepts in understanding the difference between Yidin and Goim. Ben Yisrael, Amim, the Jews and Gentiles. And he started off by reminding us of Adam Rishon before the Chet, Adam Rishon after the Chet. <clears throat> but he went from there to a discussion. He went off on a tangent, it seems. And his tangent that he went off onto was about Avis and Toldus, offspring. And that's going to be the focus as we continue on here in the next paragraph, Gimel, is this concept of offspring, this concept of begetting descendants and spawning um, uh, progeny. And we saw that Adam would have had progeny. Before the Chait, he would have had progeny after the Chait. And the children that he would have had before the Chait would have been limited in number, but they would have been descendants of him. They would have been these sub-cells of Adam Rishon. Afterwards as well, he has children, and they're also now sub-cells, splinter cells of Adam, but of that Adam after the Chait, post-Chait Adam, who is, let's remind ourselves, a combination of two conflicting concepts that are vying for each other's attention at the same time. On the one hand, Adamishan's existence is set up after the Chait, is a very lowly one, is a very reduced one, is one where he's gone from barely being physical to entirely being physical with these sparks of Ruchnius that are, that, are, that are doing their best, desperate to come poking at, poking through somewhere, but, but there's just so much in the way. That's who he is right now. That's after the Chait, he's given a thick blubberous body that can't bond with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that can't get near the Rebbeinah Shalaylam as it is. And it would seem this is an existence that, that is destined for death, for doom, for destruction. This is an existence that can't go to Elam Haba, and it's true, we know that. Adam Rishon's body after the Chait, our bodies, our existence after the Chait, are, are doomed for destruction and death. We can't go to Elam Haba as is, because we can't bring blubber into Elam Haba. There's no room for blubber over there. There's only room for Ruchnius. The room for Ruchnis, which is contained by that thin soap bubble of a, of a body, of the 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 um, or the fingernails, the real fingernail skin. 
Our bodies can't get inside the Haba. That's true. Uh, that's on the one hand. The other hand, Ramchal pointed out that the Rebbein Shalom gave Adam and mankind the ability, the lifeline, to reconnect back to Olam Haba, if they so desire, to get back to that existence. As we said yesterday, it's like the son who's been deposed, the son who's been thrown out of the office from his father, the CEO, he's been sent to exile, yet he's still a son. And it's possible for him one day to earn his way back into that good grace. Now, that's a, that's the, that is not a, a, a precise muscle, because in that muscle, as we said, yes, it's a rough muscle, it's a crude muscle, because in that muscle, the kid doesn't have to die. doesn't have to die first to get back to become the vice president again. He doesn't have to die to become the prince again. He has to go some, through some kind of, let's say, purification process. He's got to be able to put, you know, get dressed back up in the uniform. Okay, and, and, and carrying the muscle over to real life, you know, we all have to die eventually after 120 to be able to reconnect to Adam But the point is, even in this state of... Our blubberous existence, our post hate existence, even now, as is, as we are, we have the ability to reconnect to Kaidam Hachet. We have that lifeline in real time. Even though it doesn't show up in reality, in, in, in physical reality, but we are connected to it on, on an inner level and an inner core level. And all of mankind was connected to that. All of mankind had the ability to repair the chait of Adam Rishon, get back to Adam Rishon before the chait. All of mankind had that ability to do that. All of mankind. The Ramchal said, but that was limited. That time that was, li was limited, that man could go back there. And we left that off. That was very mysterious. We left that off mysteriously yesterday. What does that mean that was limited time? He made it clear that that limited time that man had, you know, limited offer, being sent to all mankind, limit, hurry, this offer won't last long. Everyone can make themselves shaykh to the pre-chait existence. What's that limited time? The Ramchal didn't explain it yet, but it was clear that it wasn't the 6,000 years that we have now. So that's what we're hopefully going to discover today as we go further. Um, let's start Gimen, Gimel, rather, Simon Gimel, <clears throat> together, and let's see some... Some amazing, amazing ideas unfold over here as the Ramchal takes us yet further on this journey of uh, understanding Yidn and Gaim. Let's see. Gimel. V'hinei. Raza chachmel yoyna yoyzroi shazehi shtadlis yischal glusharashi va'anofi. The Rebbein Shalom saw it best and most appropriate in his infinite wisdom that this is shtadlis when we um, have to when we have to establish this period of time within which mankind has the ability to decide that he wants to be shaykh to pre-chet. He wants to have the ability to rectify the chet of Adam Rishon. He wants the ability to get back there. And Hashem gave mankind limited time for this offer, to take, take Hashem up on this offer, that mankind during that period of time will be recognized as breaking down into Sharashi Nanafi, the source, the root, and the branches. The root and the shoots. The trunk and the branches, the source, and the and the products of that source. Pirish, what does that mean? HaKadosh Baruch Hu has given mankind a period of time after the Chet of Adam in which anyone that wants any representative of mankind can say, yes, I want to be someone who is shaykh to repairing the chayt, who has a, a, an ability 
to be connected to pre-chate existence, who has that lifeline, who can repair himself, who can repair the world, and who can get to Eilam Haba and break through this blubberous existence. And and Hashem gave everyone the ability to say that and to become a shoyrish, to become a, 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 a root, an av, if you will, a progenitor, a progenitor, a source for establishing a legacy. What does that mean? Let, let's step sideways for a moment. Let's appreciate what the Ramchal is appreciating. <clears throat> There's a concept that someone can make a decision on an existen existential level and decide who he wants to be and how he wants to function and what he wants his life to be all about. And there's a concept that someone can be born into that, can be the result of such a decision. I.e., and this is really thematic of what we've seen developing the Ramchal already from yesterday. We saw in the Ramchal yesterday and the previous few days that with Adam also already, Ramchal was stretching, stressing this concept of told us, of us and told us. There is a concept <clears throat> that I have the ability to make my own Bechiro. I have the ability to control my own destiny, decide what I'm going to be in life and who I'm going to be in life. And there's the idea that I can also make decisions on behalf of my kids. I can make decisions on behalf of my kids as well. And I can make decisions that affect my kids, both for the positive and for the negative. And we saw a little bit of this also in the last parak when we were talking about Yisur and we were talking about suffering. But we're going beyond suffering right now. We're going beyond this concept of sometimes someone will, will, will have a schus avis that carries on to the kids. We're talking about more than just a schus avis. We're talking about more than a, a zechus that can benefit one's kids. We're talking about making a core executive decision that changes my basic functioning on an essential level, on an existential level, that changes how I function, how I act, how I operate, what life is all about for me, and that will also affect my kids. A very powerful decision, which is powerful in the sense that it, it goes to my very core. It goes to my very foundation in terms of establishing and discerning who I am, or what my identity is, what my essence is. The Rebbeinshim sets things up in such a way that I, if I make a decision like that, I can now be a shayrish. I can be an av. I can be a source matter, and by virtue of the fact that I chose a certain path in life, the us the offspring that I produce, will automatically be born into that. Will automatically be a... A, a, uh, a product of that decision and therefore their existence will be within the existence that I chose for myself. And that's the ability that I have. I have the ability to make such a decision by virtue of the fact that the Rebbein Shalom sets up the world in such a way that an Av produces Soldis, a Shirish produces Anofim. This is one of the, the basic basics in how this world works, how Hashem made the universe is that there's an Avis Toldis relationship. There's an Av and there's a Toldo if someone makes himself into an Av, automatically he has told us. If someone makes himself into a Shosh, automatically he has Anofim. And one of the, there's a very deep things going on with that. One of the reasons why that's how the world works, because that's HaKadosh Baruch himself created the world. That's, so to speak, the Rebbein himself makes the world in having his essence is the Shosh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's unknowable, unfathomable, perfect, unified, simplistic, essence, that's the core, that's the shayrish, that leads to anofim, that leads to branches that come out of that, that's the midas that we know about from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
Chesed, Gvur, Tiferes, Malchus, everything in between. These are really Anofim from the Ikr Shavish of HaKadosh Baruch. There's still aspects of the Rebbe but there are Anofim. Those Anofim have sub-Anofim, sub-branches and sub-branches and sub-branches. That's how the whole world is set up. That's the pattern of the entire world. The entire world runs with that model. And that's how the Rebbe himself creates the world and runs the world, maintains the world. And that's how he has the world itself functioning. The world itself is patterned after that and modeled after that. In this world, I have the ability to make myself into an Av. And if I'm an Av, if I'm a Shavish, automatically, automatically, my toldus, my offspring, will be born into that state that I chose. If I become an Av, if I become a Shavish. What does it take to become an Av? What does it take to become a Shavish? Again, in exploring this, this rich, fundamental idea that Ramchal is sharing with us. It takes a decision, which is an Av decision, which is a Shavish decision. The more capital of a decision that I make, the more of an executive decision, the more of a fundamental decision that I'm making on, on an essential level for my very existence, that decision itself makes me into an Av because that's an Av decision. That's a, a Shoirashi decision. And Moshe we have a very, very, very low-level version of this, but, you know, you see, again, this is Mamesh Dogma Ma. This is not to be thought of as exactly what the Rebbe is talking about because he's talking about fundamental things. He's talking about qualitative things. He's talking about spiritual things. But Lamashal, you know, a parent can make a decision that he's going to move his entire family to, to uh, he says, you know, let's go do Kirov um, up north. But like really up north. But like way, 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 way up north. He's going to go to, um, to um, Prince Edward Island, Canada. He's going to go to Yukon Territory. To the Yukon. And, and, to Kirv up there. So he decides to make such a decision. Okay? He is making a decision which is a fundamental decision, a, a, a Shairashi decision of, you know, his functioning. You know, what kind of, com- you know, where he's going to live, what kind of community. There's no community up there. Where, 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 where he lives, where he works, where his environment is, and such a high-level decision automatically affects all of us. Told us, told us, kids are living in that, being born into that, and, and, and thrust into that by virtue of the fact that they're the shayrash and the told us that are coming into the decision of the av. That's a dogma map because we're talking about something much deeper than that over here. We're not talking about something that that that, that the, the 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 example that we gave is, you know, more incidental, more technical. You can move here, you can move there, you can move around. That's not fundamental, but it's an idea of just like insight into this idea that the av, if I make the decision of an av, an av's decision that makes me into an av that affects my toldus. On a spiritual level, if someone makes a life's decision in terms of who he is, his existence, his very inner working, and inner workings in Ruchnius, that is an av's decision. That is a shayrashi decision, a root decision, a core decision, automatically. That's going to carry over to an effect as told us. Told us are automatically born into that. Now this is part of how Hashgacha has set up the world. And this is why Adam Arishan before the Chait, if he would have decided correctly and not been Nikshal, so as an Av, that decision is affecting his Shayrashim, his Shayrashim are born into the decision that he made as an Av. Now that he has been Chaitay, that's also a fundamental decision. He decided to internalize, internalize the Yitzhahara. Now his offspring are born into a state of of having fallen from that grace, having sunk 
that's the Shoirash, the, the Shoirash has created a state of, of, of um, decay and ruin, and the Toldos are born into that. So getting back to what the Ramchal is saying, the Ramchal is now moving in for some, quite, from some very, very profound ideas. Mankind, after Adam Harishon, after Adam Harishon sin, mankind all collectively had the ability to make themselves still connected to and shayich to repairing the chay. All of mankind had the ability to be zoiche to oilam haba, to be zoiche, to being able to have tchias hamesim and being connected to, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in, in this world in potential form and for eternity in actual form. Everyone had the ability to grab onto that lifeline and make themselves someone whose actions and decisions would raise themselves, purify themselves, and purify the entire world. And by making that decision, would they have made that decision? That is a capital decision. That is an executive decision. That's a decision that operates on an essential level that would have affected them and their descendants. Their descendants would have been born into that and would not have had to work for that decision. Okay? Again, that's the difference between the Shirish and the, uh, uh, the, the Anav. If someone makes that decision on a Shirish level, so he was the one that was given to make that decision that, yes, I want to be a part of Hashem's plan. Yes, I want to be a part of getting into the Haba. Yes, I want to be a part of perfection. Their children no longer have to make that decision. Their children are born into that decision. Because they're, 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 they're anofim to the Shorish. They are told us to the others. They're products of the people that made the decision. They're progeny of the progenitor. They don't have to make that decision anymore. And we may have happened where this is going a little bit, but now I'll speak out a real dogma to this. What's a real dogma? If when the, when the father makes the decision of such magnitude that, that makes him into a Shorish, that makes him into a, 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 someone who can spawn, it makes him into someone that can generate because he made a decision that was such a high-level decision that makes him into an absolute. Now was told us they're born into that decision. They don't have to make the decision anymore. That's Klai Yisrael saying Nasev and Ishmael by Harsinai. Klai Yisrael by Harsinai made themselves into Avis, made themselves into Shorashim. They made a capital decision, the biggest decision that was ever made. Nasev and Ishmael Amru Ke'echad. They accepted the Torah. They said, we want to be Shaykh to Hashem's plan. We want to be connected to Tikkun Oilam, we want to be connected to Oilam Haba, to Nitzchiyas, to Dveikus. They made that decision. Now we're all born into it. We can't make it or unmake it. Because we're told us of those of us. We're enough of that Shoirish. The decision is not given to us to make anymore. And that's a good thing, not a bad thing. It's a privilege. We're born into that decision. We're born into that decision. Okay, this is just, again, I'm speaking this out now. This is yet to come, as the Ramchal is going to develop this, but to, for us to fully be able to wrap our heads around this idea that sometimes a parent can make a decision that's a, such, such magnitude, such a high-level decision, that's a, an av decision. That's a decision of someone in the driver's seat, in the cockpit, and automatically, that makes them to an av, automatically, that means he'll have told us, and automatically those told us are born into that decision. They don't have to make that decision anymore. It's not given to them to make that decision anymore. And that's part of how the world functions. Okay, so now, getting back to the Ramchal. Ramchal is saying, immediately after Adam sinned, all of mankind had the ability to make this decision, to say, we want to be people that can be a part of L'tzakin O'ilam B'machlus Shakai. Shia B'tchil Azmanish T'adlus T'shoroshim Shabbat told us, there was time given for the Shoroshim to become a Shorosh. Anyone in mankind could have been a Shorosh. And anyone in mankind means anyone. Means anyone. Any of Adam Rishon's descendants. Including all the people that we think of as Goyim. All these people could have been Shoirashim. All of them. They could have been roots. They could have started a, a brand new nation of, 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 of people that would have 
been able to do mitzvahs and get haba. They all could have been roots. They all could have been sources. They all could have been the progenitors. They would have produced children that would have also have had that connection to Hashem and been able to get into Elam Haba. Mankind was still there given this job and this mission to make up for what Adam did wrong. And perfect, fix up all the damage that Adam Rishon wrought with his Avera. What really should have happened is, and that's what Hashem wanted, to establish the Shoy Roshim, the roots, the core, the Avas, the people that are making those decisions that, yes, we're going to repair what Adam did wrong, we're going to fix the damage, we're going to be those people that are going to fix ourselves, fix the world, and get into Elam Haba. To, again, fix up the, the uh, wrongdoing of Adam. And they would have been then in, in, this, in this state. They and all of the descendants would have been in a state that they can fix up what Adam did wrong, repair the damage, and set straight what was, what was, what was bent crook, what was bent and what went crooked, and get into Elam Haba. All of them would have been able to do that. The rule is the branches always can be traced back to the root. Whatever the root is, the branches are. If the root is a lemon tree root, the branches will be lemon tree branches, they'll grow lemons. If the root is a pomegranate root, the branches will grow pomegranates. If the root makes this decision that I want to fix what Adam Rishon did wrong, and I want to get close to God in this world, in this reduced existence that Adam left to me, I want to do the right thing. I want to find God and connect with God and do mitzvahs. Every single representative of mankind in that era, after Adam's chait, we're talking about thousands and thousands of years ago. We're talking about the people that we encounter in Parshas Barashas and Parshas Nayach. That's who we're talking about, right? All of these people, Misu Shelach and Lamech, and yes, even Nimrod, Nimrod Harasha, all of these people, all of these people had the ability to say, we are going to fix the chait of Adam Harishon. And we are going to get into the Haba, and we're going to be Zeichet HaTechesim. Every single member of mankind had the ability to do that. And if they would have done that, they would have been a Shorish for Anofim. What does that mean? They would have started nations. They would have started nations that would have been an Am HaNivchar, chosen nations. Every single member of the of mankind at that time could have started his own chosen nation. Let's take that a step further. That means there would have been more than one chosen nation. Isn't there just one chosen nation? There would have been more than one chosen nation. And what does this mean? I remember saying the chosen nation is the Jews. Let's go for broke. Let's, let's, let's see what's now behind curtain number one. What the Ramchal is essentially saying is there would have been a lot more Jews. They all could have been Yidin. They all could have been Yidin. They all would have been an Am HaNifchar in their own right. And they all would have been the, the, the chosen nation of God. They all would have been people that they have powerful neshamas. That, can, that their mitzvahs raise them, their averas destroy them, and their mitzvahs repair themselves in the world and get them into Elam Haba and get them into Nitzchias for Netach Netachim, eternity for, 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 for all and evermore. And to make us, every single member of mankind could have done this. By choosing to say, this is the lifestyle I want, he would have made himself a Shirish and his kids would have been born into that. He would have started a nation. Okay. Vine, that's an amazing concept. That's crazy. Nimrod or Russia could have been Klai Yisrael. 
If he would have chosen to do so, would he have been the only one that would have been Klai Yisrael? No, he would have also been Klai Yisrael. Chum, Yafes, Kenan. The, 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 um, the, 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 the seven Canaanite tribes, all of them, everyone that was around back then could have made that decision that I want to know God, I want to recognize God, I want to work with God, I want to follow God's orders, I want to make that my mission in life, i.e., I want to focus on my neshama, on the sparks that are encased within that blubber and not on the blubber, and they would have been who we are. They all could have become Kleisel, every single one of them, all together, and they would have started their own nations. Each one of them would, would have been another slice of Kleisel. So how come, one second, so we're all wondering now, how come they can't do that anymore? Let them do that now too? So here's where we reconnect to what we saw yesterday. HaKadosh Baruch Hu limited this amount of time. He gave a cap. He gave an end point. Hurry, offer expires soon. This sale is only available for a limited time. It was available for a limited time. There was a limited time that all of mankind had the ability to grab onto this and to make themselves shaykh to connect it to Adarisha before the Chait. Shemisha Yizkep that someone who would be would marry Mechlan them toim ba'isim zmanim shoya sha'adzet niftach niftach ba'ibiyalim lahagia lezayin from from all the people that were around from after Adam's chait until that point in time could grab onto this make, take advantage of this offer v'yachnis atzmei karoi prepare himself and seize the opportunity yikval l'sharish echad toy v'yakar he would establish himself as an av establish himself as a source as a progenitor. Who would be destined now for what? For Elam Haba. Destined to do what? To rectify the Chet of Adam Rishon. Who would be set up and lined up for what? For Neitzach Tetzachim, for eternity. Tavid Shama that was capable of going into Elam Haba and capable of raising the Guf. Anyone had the option of doing that. Anyone. Any of the Gaim that were around back then. Anyone could have said, I know Adamishan failed and he sank and he fell down and now he is just an empty shadow of what he used to be, a husk. And, 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 and now he just became, this body became physical. Any of them could have said, but we want to be able to reconnect back to what Adamishan used to be. And any of them could have gotten there. Any of them. And if they would have made the decision again, all their children would have been born into that decision. The same way we, our descendants of people that said Nasev and Nishma, we automatically are born into uh, 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 the, the stature of Kalei Yisrael with these Nishamas, with his destiny. We didn't have to choose that. We were born into that because of what our ancestors chose. If they would have chosen that back then as well, their, their descendants also would have been born into that. Kulam they would have been born. Their children would have been born into the same state. Pirish. They would be born into the same state that their ancestors would have chosen as Shoy Rashim, making themselves into Shoy Rashim. Now, when did that expire? When did that offer expire? At what point did man lose the ability to make that decision of mankind? Oh, well, sort of, sort of, let's see. It happened first before then. You're, you're, not, you're actually not off, but first he's going to say something else. The offer initially expired by the Tower of Babel, Migdal Babel, when they built the tower. Zman Haflaga. Now Haflaga means the great dispersal. What happened by the Zman Haflaga? That's when HaKadosh Baruch Hu 
rent asunder mankind, split mankind into 70 nations with 70 languages. And says the Ramchal, that's not coincidental that mankind split into 70 nations with 70 languages. That's represented the fact that the offer has expired. The Torah says that what? Everyone was what? Sofa echos udvar machadim. The whole world before the Migdal Bava, before they built the tower, was Sofa echos udvar machadim. One language, and they were unified. One mind with one language. They all spoke one language. What was that language they spoke? Lashna Kaidish. They spoke Lashna Kaidish. Nimrod Harasha spoke Lashna Kaidish. Kanan. Kasluchim. Pasrusim. Mitzrayim. All these people that eventually became the 70 nations, before they became the 70 nations, they were all speaking Lashna Kaidish. Before they built the Tower of Babel, before they were dispersed, they all spoke Lashna Kaddish, and that's beautifully going together hand in hand with what the Ramchal is saying. Why they speak Lashna Kaddish? Because they all were potentially Yidden. They all had the potential to be Jews. They all were still able to say, Hashem, you know what? I'm, this Tower business, this is a bad move, bad investment. This Nimrod guy, I think he's leading us the wrong way. I, I don't, and I'm confident in his leadership. I like Avram. I'm going to be with Avram. I want to follow you, God. I want to listen to you. Avram Avinu was alive during the Migdal Bava. That's well known, right? I mean, since the first time we hear that, it always sounds like an eye opener, an eye popper. But Avram Avinu was uh, was already in his uh, he was he was he was his fifties, I believe, already during the the, the Migdal Bava. He was already out there. He was already disseminating his ideas and, and and promulgating his beliefs in the world. Mankind essentially had a decision. It could have followed Avram, and they could have said, "We want to be like Avram. We want to be people that have." a divine path, a divine mission, and can rectify this world. We also remember Adam Rishon. We remember what Adam did wrong. We want to perfect that. And they all could have done that. And they would have been people that would have been spiritual. Would have, their neshamas would have been reinforced. The neshamas would have been neshamas that could have perfected them and perfected their, their, their world. And their, they, they would have been people that would have gotten into Adam Haba together with Avram. And they would have been people that would have started their own individual nations. Each one of them on their own would have been another another slice, another segment of Klaus, of Yidin. Anyone alive in that time. That's why they're all speaking Lashna Kaidish. And that's why they all had the ability to do what Avram did. Every single one of them. We could have had 70 different takes on Klaus. The 70 nations wouldn't have been 70 nations. They would have been 70 different Shvatim, if you want. Each one of them would have been av to their told us a shervish to their anovim. They all could have been Kla Yisrael. And Hashem gave them up until the door haflaga to make that decision. Do you want to be shaykh? Do you want to be shaykh to Adamarishim Kainamachet? Vine From the time of Adamarishim after his sin till the door haflaga to Nimroid, every generation had their tzadikim that were, that were proselytizing, spreading the truth. Spreading light and trying, and, and Hashem placed these people in every generation so no one could have any arguments and no one had have time to say, well, I didn't know you about you, God. No. Haggadah agents in every single generation. Chanach, Mesushelach, Shem, Ve'ever. Umazir and Oisam, she is Saknus Atzman. It wasn't just Avram. Every generation had people, and that was part of the function of Yeshiva, Shem, Ve'ever, to, you know, guys, perfect yourselves because Hashem is not going to wait forever. This offer, hurry, this offer expires soon. Limited time, limited time availability for all of you to become Yidin, to become people that are Shaykh Tanamishan Kainamachet. In every generation, there were people that were there to disseminate this and to advertise this. But, Vikimachin Ismaili saw some Shalabriyas, Bizman Haflaga, when 
then the point came that Hashem said, okay, I gave you guys as long as I can. I can't wait anymore. That's it. Nidus HaRachemim has hit the end of the line. We waited till the, the door half log up. We waited till the door half log up. The generation of the dispersal, Shafa B'midas Mishpata Yisbarach, Hashem made this decision, finally, with his Midas Adin, Hayoyz Roy, Sheyigamar, Rashi. That's it. We've hit the end point of those who can rise to the occasion and make themselves into a Shorish, make themselves into an Av, make that capital decision that yes, I want to be Shaykh to repairing the Chait. That's it. It, it, it. We've hit that point that of, of, of being able to make yourself into a Shorish, make that decision and make yourself into an Av through an Av's decision. And we've, we've hit the, the expiration point. And what happens as a result? Mankind is therefore now established from the Hadorah Flogan onwards. It's now locked into whatever you did with yourself and you don't have the, opportunity, the ability to change that anymore. So what happens? Up until the Hadorah Flogan, mankind is in a state of flux. The 70 nations are not 70 nations. There's 70 potential Shoirashim, and each of them could be a Shoirish for his own Kla Yisrael. Each of them could be a Shoirish for Tikkun Oilam. Each of them could be a Shoirish for Chaye um, Oilam, for Chaye Netzach. If they would have made that decision that I want to be Mesach and the Chait, I want to get back to the Rishon Kaim Chait. The Dora Flog is where Hashem says this is now the, you know, the, the end point. We're going to tally the results from. The Dora Flogan onward emerges one person who made that decision to be a Shirish, Avram Avinu, who made that decision to become a Shirish, to become an Av Hamayin Goyim, to become someone that can create Tikkun Oilam. Avram Avinu is the one that emerges on the other side, and he's Taka made himself a Shirish to Anofim. That's why all of his descendants are born into this ability, <clears throat> are, born, are born rather as a result of that decision of, of being Shaykh to Ermish and Kaidamachet. The other 70 nations hit the wall. They don't pass, go. They don't emerge on the other side. They're all splintered and dispersed. They become the 70 nations with 70 languages. They lose Lashon HaKadosh. They are all now Shoi as well. They are Shoi They become Shoi They become roots and Avais. But Avais to nations that are now only Shaykh Tadarishan after the Chait. After the Chait. They're no longer able to get back to the before the Chait. Every one of the 70 nations is essentially a legacy of Adam after the Chait without being able to return to before the Chait, without the ability to repair the Chait. Okay, that's quite a lot. That's a lot to digest. Uh, we're going to stop over here. We're going to continue with this in Mirza Hashem next week. Um, there's a lot to take into the mikvah for today. And um, I wish you have a wonderful Shabbos, Kodesh. And thank you all for joining